Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. It's time for hashtag Ask Meclodine. We've got a letter from one of our listeners and she needs some advice. And Meclodine is good at that. She's good at giving people some advice. Listen to the letter that we received. I am a 40, I am a 47-year-old woman and I'm on ARVs since 2007. I am living a very good life. I watch my diet and my body. I exercise enough. I enjoy hiking trail walks, jogging, horse riding, planting indigenous plants and fruit trees, wild adventure, reading, spending time with my loved ones and having the best days ever. I'm currently unemployed since December 2022, but I'm hustling in a very good and safe way. I'm an occasional drinker. I drink every now and then. I met a gentleman seven weeks ago. He is 51 years old. He also lost his job in December 2022. He sounds like my guy. He dresses my way and he is very, very romantic. She adds, oh gosh, that's included in the letter, by the way. He loves cooking and can do his washing. He phones me every single day on a normal call. Our first date was a week ago at a coffee shop. After that, we went to the park and we kissed I wasn't expecting that deep kiss. We didn't engage in intimacy and I'm personally not expecting to engage until we are official, as he promised. He's talking about Umshadondombi, Nami Sengyautanda Manje. We both never got married. He's got two children, age 14 and 9. I have a 22-year-old who is independent. I'm very open about my status. My whole family knows about it. My best friends also know, and so do my former colleagues. I love myself. I have accepted my status. I am self-motivated and have developed a thick skin. I need advice, please. What is the best way of disclosing this kind of topic? I want to raise it as soon as possible before I have all false hope. I usually say it as it is. I was once judged badly by a former lover over a year ago. Before that, I was with a gentleman from 2007 until 2021. He was negative and he was quite clued up about the virus. From there, I decided I do not want to engage myself into any relationship as long as I'm financially stable and living a healthy lifestyle. That's enough for me. I taught myself to leave a space for disappointment. May Claudine is joining us on the line. Good morning, Mama. Morning, Sandy. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm fantastic. Ma, we've got a letter from a lady who seems to have it all. I mean, she's got a full yeah. life. She's active. Yeah. She is, you know, she she's living her best days ever, as yeah. she says in the letter. But now the issue yeah. here is disclosing her status. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ma. Sure. Give her some advice. You're anonymous. Um, I like to commend you really for the integrity of wanting to set the record straight as soon as possible. Mm. This might be one of the hardest things you have to do. Disclosure has to be done as soon as you start dating. Mm-hmm. Then you will know if the other person is okay with your diagnosis before you get too attached. Because as it is, 
in a love relationship, you are closer today than you, you were last week. Mm. So doing it after a few days is also okay because you knowing your partner better makes you feel more comfortable. I think this is the case with you, Anonymous, even though he might be upset with you for keeping it a secret. Mm. You know, it's a catch-22 situation. You wait for the right moment, you are wrong. You wait for a time when it's, you know, appropriate and you are used to them, you might be, you know, accosted for mm. keeping a secret. Mm. But the reality is that the intimate act happens in the heat of a moment. There may not be an opportunity to mention that you have HIV. You might find yourself in at least two situations in that matter. Mm. Your partner might not want to discuss it. That is the whole issue about HIV. Or he might want to initiate sex without using a condom. Mm. So please think in advance about how you would respond to both the situations. Isn't it you are mulling over it before you do it? So don't assume that just before, just because he has not brought the HIV issue up or might be willing to engage in sex without a condom, that he is also living with HIV. Mm. We don't want to assume. Even though he was living, let's suppose, even though he was living with, with HIV, you cannot risk not using protection because there will be exposure to a different strand yeah. of the virus for both of you. Mm -hmm. Which means you both expose yourself to reinfection. Yes, other people use uh, prophylactic uh, elements. You know, I take this to prevent, but let's not assume. Let's do everything by the book. Yeah. So to Anonymous, imagine the several ways he may react to the news. Isn't that when you go for an interview, you imagine what it will be? So imagine uh, how he, he may react. You don't know how he will respond. Some people are supportive when they learn the news. Mm. Others could be afraid or angry. Depending on where the relationship is, sometimes you may feel comfortable to be direct and say, ah, before we get sexually intimate, I want you to know that I have HIV. Another approach might be to bring it up by saying something like, let's talk about safer sex. Whichever the approach, your partner needs to know the truth before you get intimate yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Otherwise, his feelings may be hurt and he can develop mistrust issues. So what do we do before you disclose? Decide when and where it should be the best time to have the conversation. Choose a time where you will both be comfortable and relaxed. 
Imagine the several ways he might react to the news since you have known each other for only seven weeks. Mm. Write down the possible reactions and think about what you might say in response. These are called the pros and cons of disclosure. So Anonymous, be prepared. Your partner might handle the news very well or he could reject you. Rejection is part of dating, whether or not you have HIV. If he can't deal with it, the fact that you are HIV positive, he is probably not right for you. And I'm not judging, but you know, when you say foot stoops, if it's shaping him, he might not be the right person, even though he ticks all the other boxes. Mm. There are many reasons why people choose not to pursue a romance. And it sounds like in this case, I'm preaching to the converted because anonymous, you've been there before. Yeah. But all relationships are unique. That is why we are willing for you to start over again. And we are in this with you. Now, examine your possible reactions also. How do you think you will react if you are rejected? Conversely, how will you react when you are not rejected? Hmm. Both scenarios are very important. Feeling gratitude for being accepted can be just as problematic. It's like being thrown into an emotional turmoil. Gratitude cannot sustain a relationship because you will start ticking boxes to measure up. No price should be paid for acceptance. Yeah. But simply, simply feeling relief or happiness is a natural response that requires nothing else but being there in the relationship. So examine why you are feeling the emotions you do and if needed, Work through them with a friend or a counselor before you go there. And don't think of disclosure as a bombshell or something to apologize for. Mm, mm-hmm. Anyone who wants to pursue a sexual relationship should discuss their sexual history mm-hmm. and practices. I wish people would do that. So by apologizing for your status, you place yourself at fault. Yeah. What you say and how you say it is a reflection of your personal attitude. If you express fear, uncertainty, or even anger, that is what your partner will read. So you have prioritized yourself and have chosen to live positively anonymous. You didn't allow being HIV positive to make you any less valuable as a partner so far. You have given yourself a right to a positive and healthy relationship, not settling for less. And I love that. So let me end by saying, yours sounds like a very beautiful love story. Mm. I can only wish you the best. 
One thing you have to ponder upon is in you losing 14 years old a 14 years old relationship. On that one, what was God saying saving you from? Yeah. And what surprise does he have in store for you now and beyond? Mm. Because Anonymous knows rejection already. Imagine, yeah. 14 years of a relationship. The other point is do not lead and, and, uh, with an exit line. You know, people will say, I can understand if you don't want to take this any further. No, no, that's defeated. Allow him to make up his mind. Mm. So, Going forward, Anonymous, get advice from the clinic, talk to other people with HIV to find how they deal with certain things or with these kinds of situations. And I guess that time, you know, slowly HIV is becoming a criminal law offense if you do not disclose. Sure. So, Anonymous, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for opening this envelope. We never go there. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, I'll just say good luck. And I have hope that you have found a gem. Yeah, me too. Me too, Mama. Contact details for those people that want to have one-on-one sessions with you, Mama, or one-on-one sessions with you and Dr. Jerry for marriage counseling. Where do they go? How can they contact you? Yes, they go to Mosa, mm-hmm. 082-319-6367. Okay. Even to purchase our book. Yes. I'll repeat the number. Please. 6367 Fantastic, Mama. Thank and you. So I much. have I have an announcement to make. Oh, this is exciting. Yes. August the 9th, Women's Day. Yes. I will be having a seminar at the Fortress in Kempton Park. Oh, Mama, we love those. <laughs> and uh, especially yes. one that's hosted by you. So thank you so yes. much, Mama, for breaking the news mm-hmm. live on national radio. The 9th of August, Women's Day. <laughs> so, more information will follow. But, you know, yes. watch the space. Yes. It's coming. Thank you so much, Mama. Watch Thank the space. You. It's coming. Fantastic. There you go. That's Mama Claudine. She says, watch the space. The 9th of August, Women's Day. Big things are going. Radio 2000. Podcast. <laughs>